Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey everybody, this is Artie's Hey Fam. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam, the only comedy field podcast that isn't inferior because of Melbourne Comedy Festival commitments. My name's Andrew Levins. My name's Angus Truscott. And we are the Hello Family Boys. Hello, familia. Hello, family. Um, no, I actually want to say a big shout out to our Espanol fans, which I've had a look on the uh, heat map lately. We're copping a few uh downloads and i believe we are ola familia uh, love it we are known there our spanish counterparts uh, you can you can Andre find us and <laughs> yeah you can find us on uh, on online over there um etunes facebook like a, dot um en en slash ola familia, familia. yeah of course. or download us on etunes <laughs> it's a complete lie etunes. it's still called itunes that's the joke right that's the joke. That's the joke. Everything else is true. You're gonna hear some jokes today, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, we've got two weeks worth up of just yeah, jazz. We've uh, we haven't we haven't done an episode in a while. No, I was, didn't I, tell you guys either. We I normally know, get very apologetic, but this no, you know what? Some half-assed apology goes your, no, comes your no, way. It was just it was your birthday. It wasn't a half-assed apology. It was That's my a great motherfucking excuse. birthday, and I was in, uh, I was in Melbourne DJing a 60-year-old's birthday party. Was that like the most? Um, Reflective moment for like it's literally your birthday or what wasn't it was like the day after but in a sense no it was the day off I turned I turned was that the same day thirty two as I watched a sixty year old man dance to the Yin was that when I twins. called you was that around that time uh, or was that later that night no you called me at like eleven a.m. the next day wasn't that your birthday no that's right that was my birthday that's what I meant yeah yeah but it was almost like. You were seeing yourself in the future while you were DJing at your own party. I don't think I'm going to be Neil Perry in but the I mean, future. I fucking hope you I'm are not a chef. You have been known to be a chef. Mm. He too is a I've chef. I've got a ponytail. You've got a killer ponytail, which is Velcro attached only, which is for most press shots you'll see Levins is with Album. Whenever we record, before we take the selfie, uh, he rips it off. It's, it's a known thing. I mean, I've always said the ponytail is the third Hey Family host. Sorry, Archie. On every episode before this. And then you edit it out. <laughs> um, but yeah, to me, it just sounds like a situation where like, I don't know, maybe maybe you're young Neil Perry and he's time traveled back in time to DJ. Like you're the Michael J. Fox playing Chuck Berry. He's coming back with future songs. It's you. You're actually Neil Perry. And I don't know this. I think you're Andrew Levins and you're DJing your own party because you have to make sure your mom doesn't fuck you. Rest in peace, Chuck Berry. R.I.P. End of riff. Was it him that liked pissing on girls? We'll never know because no. he's dead now. He's dead now. 
<laughs> but we, that was going to be the first question that we were going to ask him when he was a guest on HeyFam. This is the first question I was going to ask you <laughs> tonight. <laughs> the Chuck Berry question. Everyone knows it. It's every journalist's nightmare. Don't, don't get... Oh, don't... No, it's every interviewee's nightmare. Like, don't give me the Chuck Berry question. Right. I think he pissed on people. It's someone from that era. If you if you know a celebrity that pissed on people besides R. Kelly, yeah. let us know. Heyfanpodcast at gmail.com. Or Hit us up online. Two alternatives. If you, you know... If you would like have a celebrity urinate on you, who would it be? Or if you are a celebrity... A dead celebrity. A dead celebrity. <laughs> if you only, could bring any yeah. dead celebrity back to life to pee on you're you, only allowed to use, who would it be? Um, or alternatively, if you are a celebrity and you want to pee on Chuck... A dead or you celebrity. peed on Chuck Berry. If you're a dead celebrity <laughs> and you want us to bring you back via Ouija... Put the we in Ouija board. Oh, wow. And, uh, and That pee- sounds like a missed... A pissed. Like, effort of a Wii game. It could have been like Ouija board. You just like do a seance, a weance. Um, here we go. <laughs> so it's from the reputable. What did you go say? Tell me what you googled first. Chuck Berry pee on women. <laughs> so I'm already going for plural. If he was alive, that would be LaBelle. I've already, I've already assumed he's done it more than once, or he's doing it on multiple people. The first thing that came up is a Reddit forum. So ever reputable, but it was the day around he died. So people remembering. Someone said Chuck Berry lets it rip into a hooker's mouth is what the name fuck? of. This thread? Um, <laughs> yes, uh, this sounds like something you planted for the episode. <laughs> oh, that's a video. That's weird. I don't know if that's real. I didn't want to watch that. It was a gif that it started playing instantly. Let's just... And the other one was from a reputable IGN board. It's called, is it true that Chuck Berry liked to pee? And this is where you come in, because I know you're going to love this next part. And fart on women. Not that you're a fan <laughs> of farting on women. I'm oh, just a, a fan oh of... Oh, my God. There's this Chuck Berry sex tape where he farts in a... Hook, hook his, his face while he's eating, eating his, his butt. Oh, my God. This got, went from something which was kind of like, I've heard a rumor that Chuck Berry peed on people, and now I've actually, on this podcast, saw what Chuck Berry was doing with that poor sex worker. So, all right. So, if, if you want if you want to follow in Angus's footsteps... Google you, Chuck, Chuck Berry, Berry pees pee on, on women, <laughs> and you're going to be greeted with... Man. The best Hey Fam intro of all time. Yeah, that took a real... That, that, that's like... That's an intro that happens at a live show. That's how worthy that... That's how off track that is. I so, feel like a, a 50-year-old failed comedian is going to burst through the door and join us on the couch. Um, on today's show, we're going to be uh, kind of catching up on what we've been doing the last two weeks. Um, mm. Although I'm going to tell you, get ready to be disappointed because yeah, I feel like all we've every done... Every episode since March 3. We're still just going to talk shit. about fucking Breath of the Wild. Yeah, we're back on our Zelda bullshit. I finished Legion. I was hoping that... I finished Legion weeks mm, ago and yeah. I was hoping that you would have uh, caught up by I now. I had it. And then right. I just kept watching... Um, Japanese reality shows. <laughs> I've got to watch. I've got to. And look, we're going to talk about it next week. I've got it. I'm going. Away don't make it. promises you can't. You can't. Well, don't hold make on to. Nintendo consoles out of portable. <laughs> when I'm when I'm when I'm going away this weekend to visit my parents. It used to be the iPad. I'll take that and watch shit. Yeah, yeah. Not anymore. The iPad's like the laptop now. It's gone straight to the Switch. The Switch has actually ruined me for <laughs> games that aren't on the Switch. Same. Like I, I'm, I, I know I'm going to go back to Horizon at some point, oh. but I want. I, Dying like, to play it. I've played Just now. Won't. I reckon, like I've, I've now, I've, I've, I've hit the almost a hundred hours mark on Zelda. That's so good. And I reckon eighty-five of those, I reckon ninety of those hours, I've played it in the handheld mode. That's huge. I just, I, it's such a great way to play. And I, I, you know, ban- but what's it called? Ukulele just came out, yeah. which is not getting the best reviews, but it's still something that I'm kind of keen to play because I love. Depending I like on the 3D price platformers. and how much of a fuckwit I'm feeling, I might buy it for Switch. 
but we don't know when it's coming out for Switch. So everyone, you know, that, that really wanted to play it is buying it on PS4 and Xbox or whatever. It seems like a, a, an indie type of game that I'd Dude, rather play on the Switch. Like, that's I, where it looks I, like it belongs. I feel like yeah, like because uh, there's a game called Snake Pass at the moment that we that um that <laughs> I'd I, love to have played it. There's some content we're gonna do. <laughs> Fuck, people just hate me. What's the opposite of a magnet? Well, we, we copied our good friend, Tommy, our good egg, Tommy Dasselo. Um, we saw that he tweeted at the people up, that, that developed. The, the guy who he, he, he tweeted at the developers from Snake Pass, then bragged about, bragged to both of us separately that he got a free game code. So yeah. we just copied the same tweet he sent to the developer and, and then they, they only sent us one pass. Yeah, they realized what we were doing and I, I was the last one to do it, so I didn't get it. <laughs> and we we're going to review that and, and like you, we, we then sent emails. And I, you know, he sent the same email being like, oh, we want to show that there's other games on the Switch besides Zelda. Uh-uh, there isn't. And guess what? We're not going there because I'm not going there. How, um, how is Snake Pass? It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. I've played for a few minutes. <laughs> well, I hear that's all you need to do to get a grasp on, a, on, on whether a game is a, a classic or not. But it, it reminds me of, you know, a kind of game that really thrives on a system like this where it's, mm. it's almost like an app. Pick you up know? and play type you, of you, shit. I would just, I'll just play like one level. Play it on the train or something. Exactly. Yeah. Um, How's it look? Nice. Yeah, it, it it looked like shit when I first got it, mm. and then they patched it like oh, really? after the first night of being released. This and guy's now, a, now it looks way better. They're really good the patching, um, the devs and stuff on the Switch. I the patches are coming. Yeah, fast the, the and Zelda furious. the Zelda patches been really good. I think too. they're up to their third patch now, and they've just been like just fine tuning it, making it good. It's really pretty. But yeah, what you're saying, there's all these other games. Like I'm dying to play Persona Five, dying to play Horizon Zero Dawn. So glad I dodged a bullet, which I would have definitely jumped in front of in the, which is the form of Mass Effect Andromeda, which has sounded like just like a crazy ass misstep in the what was like you know a nice finished series. Yeah, you finished. You played two played and three. Two and three on PlayStation. You were you playing three. three when 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 we were doing Hey Fam. No, that was, was just before. Um, no, that was like a few years ago. No, what was, I think Metal Gear Solid. I don't know what I was doing before Hey Fan. I, there wasn't, I wasn't doing anything. That's why, that's why we did the podcast. No, uh, I played three in my old house, like two houses ago. And I remember super fond memories of that. Because yeah, that's one of those games that for, for me, it's just always been impenetrable. Like I, I, it's never really appealed to me. I don't know. And I don't know why. It was the closest thing to Knights of the Old Republic, which wasn't Knights of the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. So this is the only reason why I played it. It was like getting a great Star Wars RPG in a different era. Like if I, sometimes I was playing and just pretended it was set in a different time of the Star Wars galaxy. Right. Like Knights of the Old Republic was. That's was, a good segue. Because we're not just talking about video games tonight. We can no. get back on that. This is going to be an all over the place episode. Well, it's Hey Fan. They know what they're getting. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's that. Two dudes talking over each other and changing the subject whenever they goddamn please. And now talking about like dead musicians and their piss habits. <laughs> and fart habits. That sounds fart wild. fart habits. It's so wild. And they're so wild that that was filmed and it's not just word of mouth. Uh, so it's, it's Star Wars celebration. Um, it's, it's actually, there's a lot of things happening very soon that, you know, would have been good to record an episode yeah. after, but we're recording immediately before. No, it's good. It's, 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 um, you know, it's, uh, current for an hour or so, but it's time people listen to this and then it's, it's not current. So Star Wars celebration. It's on in Orlando, uh, at the moment in Florida, United States of America. Is it kicked off? Just kicked off? It is about to kick off. It is on the verge of kicking off, um, you know, friend and family, hey, family member, still Saunders is there. And I'll tell you what, I wish I, I, I don't know, Kleenex better have extra stocking because this dude's going to be crying all over Florida. He's going to be being on a road motion. I thought you were going to make a cum joke. I'm very proud of you for making a crying joke. It was a day. crying joke. Well, maybe it's a, well, look, you, you can make the cum joke. I'll set you up. Later, later. But right, that's later. the tease for later in the episode. The tease. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be on an emotional roller coaster down there and, you know, 
we're not talking Disney World. This is we're going to be seeing. I don't know, but what we can do is predict what might happen. Not, um, not what makes. H- them how cry. long does Star Wars Celebration last? It's like, um, it's like a whole weekend. I guess until every podcaster in the world get, uh, fills up their bandwidth, <laughs> who's there, and then it just ends. But if like, if there's no podcast about it going on, is there really a Star Wars celebration? So, like, three days? Three days. Right. Something like that. And uh, tomorrow, first thing tomorrow, so this episode will probably go up just after it's, it's aired. There's a Nintendo Direct, which will address a bunch of new games coming out on the switch, switch and 3ds. 3DS. I think it's all games that we know already exist. There probably won't be Apparently any cool they're surprises. focusing heavy on uh, Splatoon 2 or which Splatoon I'm excited DOS for our Spanish fans. Apparently it's not like the the multiplayer mode but there was a there was a you know a, a test kind of a oh, beta yeah. kind of testing they were doing. What I don't know what they call it like Splatoon splatter test or something. Splatter test. Is that exactly. the cum joke? Yep, there yep, it we is. We made the cum joke. We did it, everybody. <laughs> um, but uh, they did that. They did that over a weekend a few weeks ago, and apparently, it doesn't really feel like a very different game, which I think is fine. Because like lo- how Mario Kart's don't feel different. You should be able to pick up a Mario Kart and jam on that shit. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm really, really hoping they reveal is like a much more in-depth first um, single-player mode. I reckon they'll have to, and this is you know. The, the the Wii U was permanently connected online to yep. the internet. Like there was no way for you to really play it otherwise. This thing is portable. They would have that. That is, if they don't do that, it's extremely stupid. You like, can you can set your switch up right next to your modem, and you'll only get one two bars. Yeah, that's that's what we're promising you. You know, it's true. I I I, I have never gotten three bars on my switch. Remember, we couldn't connect for five days. Yeah. So what I did, I held down the restart button for ten seconds. It does a hard restart of the system, and it works now. I did that too. Did it work? Yeah, oh, yeah, you still great. get three bars? Uh, no, I get one bar now. I don't know. Fuck, whatever. That's wild. It's it's not, yeah, it's pretty weird. Damn. A lot of people are talking about the weak signal. Strong game like that, though. Strong game. There's weak lots signals. of games. There's one called the, the Graceful Explosion Machine that I want to try out. And oh, one called what's Mr. That one Shifty. Again? It's like a like weird shooter. Like, um, And it's all about timing and, and about multipliers oh, and cool. getting a high score. It's like all these great pick-up and Mr. play Shifty kind of looks joints. crazy good. It's got like Hotline Miami vibes, except I think you can shift time. Yes. Hence the titular Mr. Shifty. He doesn't you, just look you, weird. And you like can you kind of like, yeah, like... like Slide past people Exactly, like, like like split seconds, you can like... Yeah, shift, it shift looks around the, the level. And then Not also sh- Blaster Master. Yes, a remake, reboot of a classic. The NES game. It looks, it looks fucking unreal. I did play the original Blaster Master. Oh, yeah? On my NES. In my uh, Boy and His Blob days. My Your hook, hook, day, hook days. My, yeah, my uh, Lolo days. Anyone, there's a deep cut. Anyone remember Lolo? What's Lolo? Um, it's a Japanese kind of top-down puzzler platformer. Right. Lolo 2 I had. It okay. was great. I think it was like a Kirby clone, the more I think about it. Sweet. Yeah. Um, so Star Wars. All oh, right. Amazing. Star Wars celebration. We'll get back over there. Star. It's a celebration. I mean, Star Wars celebration is kind. Of, it's a celebration for me every day. Right. It is. And it's a. It's you know. I'm celebrating it right now, even though I'm recording this. <laughs> what do you reckon will be announced? Oh, Hal made Lolo. There you go. I knew there was a good link. The guys, oh, right, so the guys who made Kirby made Lolo. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So there you go. Lawyers, you can stop frantically shuffling for those papers and tell your um interns to stop looking at out uh. Hal versus the people that made a Lolo case in case they haven't been sued yet. Too do you, bad. Do you reckon they'll make a Star Wars version of Lolo? And that will be announced this weekend? Uh, no, not at all. All right. That's a bold <laughs> prediction. Yeah. We are going to get the first trailer for The Last Jedi, no matter what, right? It has to happen. Because this movie's actually coming out like, you know, it's like eight pretty months soon. away. I mean, we got a, um, a teaser. We don't it. even know who's going to be in it. 
We don't know what this movie's going to be about. We don't even know what a Jedi is. Uh, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, that's all untrue. But we, for you, I'm glad you f- you're going in cold. I think that's very, very um, honourable. We had a Force Awakens teaser um, a, more than a year before the Force yeah. Awakens came out, which is I still think is one of the best teaser trailers ever with that. You know, the Snoke uh, voiceover and that reveal of the Falcon at the end. Like, that shit's hot. What's, be- what's a better teaser trailer? That or the one that just came out for Thor Ragnarok this week? Oh, that one by far. Ragnarok? No, the Force Awakens trailer. Oh, the Thor one? No, no, the Force Awakens. The Thor Awakens. The no. Force Awakens. No, the, the Force Awakens was better. How- Ragnarok trailer's great. It's fucking good. You know, it's the most watched Disney trailer in 24 hours ever. Oh, wow. It beat Force Awakens. That's huge. There's heaps more people in the world it now. beat Beauty and the Beast. There's heaps more people in the world now. So, kind of, you know, whatever. That's... Not and then, yeah, like you got like th- inflation, 3D glasses yeah, inflation, on YouTube, you know, 3D movies, like PewDiePie replays. <laughs> it all adds up. No, it's a great trailer, but the full, yeah, I mean, we should have, you know, we're behind on a Star Wars trailer. Uh, so they're going to go give us that. We're doing the predictions now. Or no, we could just yeah, do them now or, or do them whenever. Yeah, um, I think we're going to find out more about the, obviously the spin offs. I mean, all we've got in terms of Star Wars movies, we know what's happening, and it's up until May next year with the Han Solo. Untitled Han Solo project. So, if we're really getting a Star Wars movie a year for the next, you know, 5, 10, 15 years, we need to know what they are. We need, yeah, we need that really ridiculous, uh, remember Marvel did it and it yeah. was like the next 18 years and they've yeah. pretty and much they've stuck to it. Well, they, no, they got rid of Inhumans. That's the only one that didn't. And then they added the um, Spider-Man Homecoming. And then they, I think they... They moved they back split. Black Panther. They pushed Black Panther back. That should have been out by now. That's I right. Think. But I mean, like, they're mostly like... Yeah, it's great. They've compare that to DC's one, yeah. which is... Well, let's not, let's, let's, changing rapidly, let's, constantly. Uh, yeah, yeah, Joss Whedon. Oh, that's... We, we'll talk about that later. No, that's not... Yeah. Let's talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so, we're going to be getting some, obviously, news about, you know, maybe new TV series, I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Rebels looks like it could be wrapping up soon. You know, it's reaching a time where it's about to... Crossover into Rogue One slash New Hope territory in terms of timelines. Do you reckon we'll get another animated uh, I think so. series, or we'll go? Yeah, they'll be doing like a Marvel style appalling budget ABC drama. I don't see them doing that. I don't see them doing that. I see them perhaps doing that five to eight years down the line, maybe when they finish the, this new trilogy, mm-hmm. like in terms of the saga trilogy. Maybe they'll do something like that because I have a feeling in 10 years after that, then they'll do episodes um, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, isn't that like the the, the plan though is to, yeah. is to only do it three at a time and then... Then do standalone get people excited. So I reckon it. they might do that because, yeah, there was nothing like that excitement before The Force Awakens. Like there's nothing like taking back something. And there's a lot of words on the proverbial street that Disney are very well aware of this and don't want to turn Star Wars into a, oh, not another fucking comic book movie type of um, situation. But yeah, you know what? I'm, but then the evidence of them like doing all the all the, well, they do it with the Marvel. spin-off do. movies though, like yeah. that kind of says otherwise to me. Yeah, so I think it's like maybe you, you got to go like all or nothing. You mm. can't. I mean, they might dwindle those as well. You reckon? I yeah. Don't know. Okay. They might do it. Well, they might do TV. I mean, who knows? But anyway, we're gonna get some more standalones. I'm really hoping we get an Obi Wan announced. There's been some rumors, and I don't know how to believe them. Rumors that Ga- Gareth Edwards might be in. Helming an Obi Wan Kenobi standalone, and that Ewan McGregor might be at Celebration and announce it. That is almost too good to be true for me. Who is Obi Wan Kenobi? Is my favorite Star Wars character. But which which version of him is your the favorite? character? Like the, the character? character. Like I just yeah, you know, from young Obi Wan, you know, to old Obi Wan. I think he's just to me, <clears throat> he embodies 
tragedy. You know, he fucked up. Well, he didn't fuck up, but you know, he's apprentice is like the most one of the most evil people in the galaxy and he's alive and lives with that which is huge like you don't really see that guilt in star wars i think he's a really interesting character he almost eventually you know he is overarching good but he almost does straddle that gray way of thinking which like a qui-gon jinn did or something a kind of not as you know a uh, a good boy jedi like you know a stickler so that'd be really good but yeah i just want to finally see what's stifler yeah stifler's mom (laughs) Uh, funny Star Wars standalone movie Stifler's Mum's gonna be huge Tatooine Pie I'm very excited by uh, I hope they do a teen comedy Yep um, I don't know Masturbating with blue milk to, What happened to Josh Trank's Like you know At the final minute Aborted Boba Fett Or Bounty Hunter film And also Don't don't bring Josh Trank Back to do it No I have a feeling The film is still Gonna be cooking around And it'll be announced With a new director do you reckon they do a, a full on, yeah, full on, just different bounty hunters? Just or maybe they have to team up with something like an ocean thing. Like they, they hate each other, they have to team up for this mission. Who Dengar and Boba or something? Yeah, Dengar, or maybe new people or people from like all over that era, not just that one scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but yeah, episode eight stuff's gonna be big, and yeah, I mean, other than that, my predictions are just gonna be like, it's, I don't know. Oh, Battlefront two, which you know isn't prediction because the trailer leaked today. It's all a little teaser, thirty second little teaser. teaser. Thing. Um, all the major complaints from the first one looks like they're addressed. That there's a campaign mode with an actual story. Yeah, that's very exciting. To which me. looks very cool. Looks like you're a female uh, Empire member, and it, she speaks in the trailer of you know you see her watch the Death Star two explode over Endor, and it's kind of like. It looks like it's almost the way the First Order kind of formed, like with this empire still functioning and like defend our fallen emperor. And that looks very exciting. Like always loved the Star Wars games you played as the Empire. Like TIE Fighter was way better than X-Wing um, and the old LucasArts games. So I think I think that's really interesting. And then it also looks like you can... Um, in it's the, all trilogies. In, it's prequel. In a multiplayer, you can just play as anybody. Yeah, and there's Clone Wars, like there's prequel era. Like what the, the original Battlefronts, like people... The prequel levels were the best. It was like the clones versus the battle droids, like massive campaigns. It looks like we're getting that back. And it's also going to the sequel trilogy. There's uh, Rey and Kylo Ren in the trailer. Awesome. That's what I want in a video game. And then there's also, if you um, if you pre-order it, you get the characters from episode eight. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. That's oh. what it said. Yeah, yeah. Last, oh. Last Jedi pack or whatever. Oh, damn. Pre-order. Well, there you go. You get old Luke and Snoke, <laughs> probably. We're going to finally see Snoke, probably. But maybe we'll see Snoke in this trailer. Maybe Snoke will just be um, the host of, of Celebration. Oh, that'd be cool. I'd like a big 40-foot hologram man. Looking weird. Looking at his balls, but pretending I'm not. That's fun. <laughs> Any Mark other... Hamill's... I think it's going to be sad. There's going to be a lot of... Uh, a lot of Carrie Fisher. It's going to be an empty seat there. Memories. They've, they've announced an enormous cast of, uh, of Star Wars actors to be Hayden present. Hayden Christensen's going to the first one in, I think, 12 or 13 years, which is huge. I don't know... Maybe he's going to be part of the Obi-Wan movie. Maybe there's flashback sequences. Maybe that's why he's there to talk about. I don't know. Wedge is going to be there. Wedge is... Who is? Ewan McGregor's uncle. That's right. So, kind of rude if Ewan doesn't show up now, the more I think about it. So, oh, wait. So, he's not on the confirmed list. He's not. Just as this... far as I'm aware, it's a, just a heavily rumored surprise. How many people go to this thing? I don't know. Like, a, a lot. Like, a lot of people. <laughs> it sells out. Like you heard it here first, guys. A lot of people go to Star Wars Celebration. Like, can you imagine, like, no one going? Like, that's not... It, it's like its own comic comic, except it's all Star Wars. It's so wild. And it's it's official. It's run by, like, Disney and, and Lucasfilm. And then Disney have their own 
another Disney D23, D24. Which is like Star Wars, Marvel and Disney. Yeah. I've always thought that that's more of like a industry thing almost. I don't know if it's as conny as a... Look, I'd happily go to either. I'd go to both. I'd live at both if I could. <laughs> um, I would love to go to a celebration one year. It sounds amazing. I still like, you know, when still recounted, you know, the episode seven experience with J.J. Uh, Abrams leading them all to see the John Williams concert. Yeah. Like, that's just fucking crazy. And I know that's never going to happen again, like, because that's that was the celebration the to do machine. that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm look- I don't know. I'm looking forward to seeing... I'd love an announcement of, like... I know this is so little and basic. I'd love a Chirrut and um, Bay's, uh, like, comic or something. Bay- oh, more, more stuff about the Guardians of the Wills. From uh, from Rogue from One. From Rogue One. Yeah, I agree. Man, the comics have been fucking bad lately. I've still got them. Haven't read them. The uh, the most recent ep- issue of uh, the the regular Star Wars comic that Jason, Jason Aaron does with yeah. Salvador La Rocca on art and his arc just was it was like a Yoda um, flashback fe- thing. Yeah, and it just was so bad. How do you? It how do you do? That? It's felt more like Mad Max than it did Star Wars. How do you fuck up? A, like, like that's such an exciting was, era that no one's explored. Like, why would you? Well, fuck also, up? it has like you know, I know, like I've 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 spoken with Steel about it on on Hey Fam and on Serious Issues as well. And Steel Wars. And Steel Wars. Um, <laughs> that like you know the comics when they're set before the movies can so frequently fuck up the movies. Like little moments in the movies have way less poignancy and, and impact yeah. because they've you know, already encountered things. I mean, that was the fear of the prequels as well, you know? Like, oh, we all know the outcome of these yeah, characters. Yeah, so, so in this in these comics, Luke's reading Obi-Wan's journals. Yes, and I've read Obi-Wan those ones. writes, like, uh, extensively about Yoda in this story. Sure. And, like, you know, so, so Luke reads about Yoda to the point that he's able to go to this planet that Yoda's been doing all this stuff on in this story. Mm-hmm. When he finally meets Yoda in Empire Strikes Back, he's like, who the fuck's this thing? Like, surely in, in one of his journals, writing about the great Yoda, Obi- Obi-Wan like- mentioned that he was like this weird little frog. Yeah. I mean, it still doesn't ruin the continuity then because he's like, says to Yoda, I'm looking for Yoda, a great Jedi master. And then Yoda's a dick and he's like, oh, you look for Yoda. I'll take you to him. So it still works. But yeah, it is. Maybe Obi-Wan was a shit drawer. <laughs> Who knows? He just kept drawing himself. But I know what you mean. I I, I, I haven't read them yet. I've still bought every single one. And that shit's not normally something I care about. Siobhan actually from Sirius just pointed that out to me that that was a bit weird. And I was like, oh, actually, that's kind of stupid. I I think it was, I also just already hated the story. So I was looking for something mm. else to throw rocks at it for. You're a man that carries a lot of rocks in his pockets. I get you it. you do something with it. You're Bart Simpson. You've got your slingshot in one hand and you've got the rocks in the pocket. Um, what are you producing on- at Celebration? What are you hoping happens? Uh yeah, I mean I guess that um I just want all some those interesting standalones. Like I just want interesting standalones. I want them to be ballsier. Like Rogue One was great and I think it had to be the first standalone. Yep. It had to be that Do you reckon they're gonna announce more than more than one? I guess I so. think they're gonna announce the episode nine release date, because we still don't know that. Right. And I think they'll then, announce what about the director? But we know the director. Who is it? Oh, it's Colin Trevorrow. It was announced like a year ago. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The Jurassic World. He just finished the draft of the script as well with Ryan Johnson. Yep. Um, maybe it wasn't with Warren Johnson. Maybe that's fake news. Sorry if that's fake news. And no, I think he is helping the story or the draft. Uh, I just hope they announce maybe two to three. Right. Wow. That's a that's a big ask. Is, is it? it? I don't know. But I mean, well, we've only got up until Han Solo. Like, we, there's no. We've only. When was when was Han Solo announced? Like eighteen months ago. Right. Okay. Sure. And at that stage, they're going to announce Han Solo and the Boba Fett movie, and then it was the eleventh hour. Josh Trank pulled out. 
Apparently, well, no, they pulled him out. Who was it? It wasn't Simon Kimber. It was someone involved with Lucasfilm and Disney, and they're just like, if he's working on this movie, like I'm walking. And the guy who threatened to walk was like such an asset to this, you know, th- th- this new era of Star Hayden Wars. Hayden Christensen. It was, it was uh, Wedge. Wedge Antilles. We're getting that Wedge movie we've all asked for, the retired years. Um, it was someone behind the scenes and they're just like, dude, I'm walking. If you get this kid, like he's a nightmare. I've worked with him and like he's not great. And apparently sent like people crazy on Fantastic Four. And then they're like, okay, you stay. We get rid of him. Wow. Yeah. So History. Hollywood. Big NDA sign there for Trank, who's been very uncharacteristically quiet about it all. Yeah, I would really love an announcement related to the Star Wars comics that gives me faith in the Star Wars comics again. Mm. Uh, Charles Soule is writing way too many of them, and I don't yeah, doesn't think... he do like eighty percent of them? Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm, you know, I loved his um, his Lando miniseries, great. but beyond that, I've not really enjoyed anything else he's done. Um, is he writing the new Darth Vader reboot? What, new Darth Vader series? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and man, there's a Cullen Bunn's doing a Darth Maul series at the moment. It's you said so, that stinks, it? Sh- a schnooze fest. But maybe if you're a big, big, you know, everything in the Star Wars universe diehard fan, you would have enjoyed it in, uh, in issue two. They uh, introduce a bunch of um, Rebels characters. Oh, cool. Um, so I don't know. If you're interested in that, go pick that up and let me know I'm wrong for not liking a comic that you like. No, no, he's wrong. Throw those rocks at him. Um, but uh, I, I, would, I would love a, an announcement of new a new new creators that haven't done Star Wars sure. comics coming over the Star Wars corner of, uh, of Marvel. And um, yeah, I guess, yeah, like I, w- I would love to see. I, I just like, I love fucking bounty hunters. I love, I love fucking bounty hunters. <laughs> this guy. And I want to read a comic book about... The reason about- I'm recording this so late, he was just plowing into bounty hunters. <laughs> I was like, dude, I'm ready to record. No, the reason we're recording so late, almost midnight on a, <laughs> we- on a Wednesday night... Because I came over and I brought my Switch and Angus and I sat next to each other, both of us playing the same game on different systems for an hour and a half. Looked at each other's maps. And like, yeah, like compared shrines that we'd found. It was so nice. It was real wholesome, good fun. It was nice. There was no alcohol. It was just, you know. classic Nintendo shit, man. Yeah, it was really. I love this game so much. It's gorgeous. It's the best game ever. Um, But uh, Star Wars is pretty good too. And uh, So yeah, you know what I would like from the comics? Just new series that aren't characters that we have to know about. Like I just would love to... That's what I was going to get to. What original characters? Dr. Aphra that Mm. was introduced in Kieran Gillen's Darth Vader run. Her spin-off comic is so good... Because um, the thing is, like, you- I just like that's all I want. I don't, I don't really care. I, you know, you can still flash into familiar things. It's still a world that we're very, very, you know, yeah, familiar with. But I think they've got to step away from major characters because I think it's just like I think it's what it does detract from the mystery and the aura of these people. Hundred percent. Plus, you must be guided by so many rules. Like, you know, I talk about this era that's coming in ten years and another yeah. thing. Like, just I'd love to imagine just creating your own character in Star Wars and being like, "Cool, I'm doing this." Yeah, well, I mean, that's like what Kieran Gillen did. Like all, all of the best parts of his Darth Vader series are now Afra. just in, in Doctor Yeah, Afra. cool. Afra's great. And was it Triple O and... BT. Yeah, BT. Yeah. I love great those characters. guys. Steel fucking hates them. I don't care. I think they're great. They're hilarious. Funny droids. They're great. You know, it's kind of... The, if there is like a uh, like a scale, like a neutral, chaotic, good type of uh, D&D thing, like you'd put like C-3PO at the top as like, you know... No, no, you'd put BB-8 as like the like the, the honest, nice guy, and then 3PL is like annoying, nice, and then R2 is kind of like dickhead nice, and then you get K2 <laughs> in the middle, dickhead nice. who's yep. just like a bit of a dickhead, yeah, and then you'd go the next guys underneath like BT and Zero Triple Zero, yeah, 
Um, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you. That would be the best thing that they could do is announce like a, but I mean, I guess, you know, Dr. Afro worked because she was introduced in a, in, in, a, Vader. in a, in a, in a Vader comic. So, I mean, is it a risk of the Marvel run comic that is like not too risky? It well, won't sell. There's a cool character introduced in the Poe Dameron book that Charles mm-hmm. Soule's doing, but I dropped that because it was like, it, he was a good character, but the story was just dull. Sure. So he's like a general who was, who left the empire. Oh, right. Um, and it's with good. the resistance. Yeah, Terex or something like that. Terex, yeah. It's pretty fun. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, you know, I read fucking way too many comics as is. And I and I, I was so excited to read all of the Star Wars comics when we started the podcast. And now I just don't want to read any of them. That sucks. Yeah, pretty bummer. Pretty yeah, that sucks. Bummer. Shit. Well, I've got them all and can't wait to never read them now. No, I read them. I'll probably. <laughs> you definitely like, should, bro. I'll, 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 like, I'll probably jack off over them. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, man. Another cum joke. Another cum joke. That's two. There's about, I reckon, six more coming. There's a third that one there. So, five. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Celebration and uh, Nintendo Direct. Oh, by the way, I can't wait to see how wrong we'll be about every Celebration prediction when we talk oh, about it next about, week. Let's put them together. I want a Star Wars game announced for the Nintendo Switch. Yes, that is in Battlefront 2. Yeah, something completely... Even yeah. if it's just like, you know, like some mega collection of all of the... All the platformers the and stuff shit. like that. Yeah. All the LucasArts shit. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah. That'd, That'd be, be amazing, all the Star Wars LucasArts games. So, we mentioned the uh, Thor Ragnarok trailer. Huh. What a good boy. Taika Waikiki's uh, first foray into... Waititi. Waititi, sorry. First Waikiki for... was a... Oh, no, uh, I was just watching Terrace Sydney. House, Aloha State, and that's been, they've been on Waikiki lately. Do you remember uh, that band, though, yeah. Waikiki? Here Comes September? And then they changed their name. What to? There's something bells? The Howling Pacifier. Bells. Howling Bells. Howling Bells, you're right. Uh, and then, no, they changed it to She Had. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the so Ragnarok I, trailer, man, it's amazing. I was I, I, that's like the one movie that I have not been worried about this year because yeah, I just like, we know it's going to be great. I've even I really enjoyed the Thor movies that people don't like, yeah, especially I, the Dark World. I actually really love that movie. I think you and I have gone on record as saying like the Thor movies and the character is like one of our favorite things in the Thor's MCU. easily my favorite character in the mm. MCU. Just because Chris Hemsworth he, is he's Thor. the fucking best. He's hilarious. He's so good at it. And there is a moment in the Ragnarok trailer where that's the best. Where we'll we'll say what it is. He sees Hulk and he just lets out this incredible like you know we, we've seen this funny side of Thor in these um, especially in the Avengers we've seen them like, but also like more recently in these like kind of like you know oh, the mini, teasers these the little teasers the, fa- the you know these Thor's house mockumentaries of him yeah. with a housemate which is what Taika does best I mean that's just him doing you know what we do in Shadows humor basically but you just see that version of Thor in this incredibly like yeah. you know in, in, a, in, a, in a battle scenario where he's a you know it, what it's, it's kind of a take on the Planet Hulk storyline yeah. from the comics where um uh, Hulk is forced to battle uh, gladiator style against all these massive uh, aliens and huge beings. But we see Thor have to do that and the, the gates so open and the Hulk walks out and instead of being scared, he just yells out, Yes! And the crowd goes silent. He's my friend. Like, I know we him from... We, we, yeah, we, what was it? Yeah. We, we, I know him from work. It's so, so good. good. And then he goes, Come on, let's do this. And so they just run at each other and yeah. start building the shit out of each so other. So awesome. Um, from what I've, like from what I've gathered, and also what Ty- from several things Taika has said, he's essentially just ignoring the M. He's doing kind of the um, Guardians of the Galaxy approach. I just how why I forget the director's way, yeah. name then. Uh, James Gunn. So doing the James Gunn approach is basically kind of not said, but said. I'm just kind of ignoring what's going on and ignoring the first two Thor movies and just kind of doing a soft reboot for myself. And having fun with it, yeah. And like real. even the trailer, you can tell it's definitely the gurus and um, 
Marvel Marketing Incorporated were like, cool, let's just make it the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 trailer. Yep. Like, People same love VHS that shit. effects, like, the, you know, the, the corny fonts and the, um, the effects they have when they come up is like something on a 90s trailer you'd see on a video. Like, it's great. Like, I love Nothing it. would make me happier than if Thor does better than Guardians this year. I would love if it did. It might. Chris Hemsworth is so bad. Hemsworth deserves it. Yeah, he does. He he's, deserves he, it. His Thor's his only thing. Like,. Well, yeah, he's ne- definitely never playing the character he played in Ghostbusters again. Even though that was the best thing about the movie. Yeah, it's but never like, getting made. And then there was that weird, like, that Huntsman, hunt, the hunts. Oh, huntsman. that's right, when they tried doing Snow White and the Huntsman. He's funny in, I've seen him in a movie where he's, oh, the terrible new vacation movie I watched on a flight. And he's, he's the only redeeming quality in that. Right. Seems to be what he's good at, being the only redeeming quality in things. <laughs> he's an excellent actor. He's great. He's, he's beautiful to look at too. He's, he's so easy Especially to when he's cut, cutting off his hair and shaving his beard in, um, in, the, in, the, in, the, in Ragnarok trailer when he comes out like that. Oh, baby. Um, I know I've asked you this before about other characters, but what, what's has there been much of the MCU informing the Marvel Comics Thor? Uh, well, no. But I mean, Thor could not be further from the movie Thor at the moment because right now Jane, Jane Foster is Thor. And... Mm. Um, the Thor that we know and love. Well, actually, I love Jane Foster as as well, but also the Thor that we are most used to seeing in, in the movies and Odinson. comics. The Odinson is, is unworthy of holding That's the right. hammer. He's the unworthy for Thor, and, and we and we learn why. We've just we've just learned why. Oh, how was it? Uh, really, really satisfying because it wasn't like an oh shit moment. It was like this earned kind of realization. <laughs> uh, it was really good. Do you think he was unworthy? Uh, uh, I can't answer that without spoiling it. But uh, you can spoil it for me. No, I'm not okay, going to do that. It. You should read it. Like Jason Aaron's Thor run is probably the best. Oh, he's still doing the best Thor. comic Marvel's doing. He's been doing it for a while. Hasn't long, he? long. It's a long. It's an epic, and and the um the reason he's un- unworthy ties into the very first story that Jason Aaron. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm told with Thor. Oh, wow. I've got that. Yeah, it's great. It's Amazing. fucking unreal. It's such a good run. It's one of those runs I'm like so happy that I've got, I've got all the singles of. Because yeah. even though it like Trent traverses all these different spin-offs and gets rebooted a bunch of times the story's continued the whole time what got rebooted the thor series like yeah there's it's there's like 
three number one. Oh, four, four okay, number but one, it's still the same ones. story. Yeah, still the same story, even though it's been. Is that the series that started off where it was like telling three generations of? Thor? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got that. That's great. Unbelievable. Yeah, shit. it's so good. It's, it's, it's one of the best things. Um. So yeah, like I mean, I mean, yeah, Thor. Not 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 so much. You are seeing the Enchantress, um, who is a uh, Kate Blanchett. Yep, her character. She looks great. She looks like great. It's great to see her play a villain this side of a Russian, uh, you know, CG. Uh, Ant eaten alive uh, villain since Indiana Jones, and she's just shown up in 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 like as cool. a main main player in Thor. So I mean, like and that's on purpose. Yeah, definitely. But like you know, it, when when a when a smaller character I love gets announced uh, for like a television or a movie thing, I'm not overjoyed anymore. I'm now worried because like Squirrel Girl just got announced for New Warriors, yes. this TV show, which I'm sure will be fine. Like, not really, it'll be terrible, but. Mm. <laughs> um, People, I'm a massive Squirrel Girl fan, especially the, uh, well, I mean, only the more recent the run by Brian North and Erica Henderson. I think it's like one of the best comics that, that Marvel's putting out. Um, it's really funny and sweet and just like, just such a good comic to read each month. And um, I'm, I'm really, really worried of her inclusion in a, in a TV show because inevitably, like regardless of how, if, if, it, if it does well or not, for that year that it's out, they're going to, Make slight just changes to her camera, yeah. To sorry, to her camera, to her character, uh, to be more in line with the television show. Like, there's an even though like the Iron Fist Netflix series is getting panned everywhere. I made it. My, my I made it through like most of the first episode. I was just playing Zelda. How was it? So my my, my wife's watched the first four episodes. While even I, my dad said it wasn't great. While and that's, I that's big when my dad played Zelda just next to like it, yeah. doesn't watch something. It's no good. Um, but there's a there's an Iron Fist. They, they stopped. One of my other favorite Marvel books, which is Power Man and Iron Fist by David yeah, yeah. Walker. I knew that one. Who um, did it? David Walker's the writer on that one. And it was like, it was such, it was such an incredible series with both those characters. And that's being, that's ending. So fucking Bendis can do a, um, a Defenders book. David Walker still gets to do a solo Luke Cage book, but Iron Fist has been taken out and given his own book, which is more in line with the television show. And it's no so good. Unwatchable. It's so boring. Just really boring because, like, that's that's a pro- that's my biggest problem with with what superhero shows have become. It's just like you know, like, oh yeah, sure, we'll do fucking thirteen hour long episodes. We'll mm. do we'll do twenty four episodes of and and they just the, the the level of padding where they can't do special effects and they can't show the use costume the bit, exactly. Or... Like you know, it's just it's so dull and yeah. it's always so fucking serious. Like you know, I, I, I mention as often I can as I can because I I really love the direction it took in this last season. But Agents of Shield, mm. just even the way they divvy up the, those episodes now. Now we get each season is just divvied up into into arcs. So they split both seasons in two, yeah. and then they oh, sorry in three. Sorry, they split it in three. And each one's its own arc. So we got seven episodes and six episodes and seven episodes. Yeah, it's dope. With like a, two months in between each of those, like you know, it's like mini movies. It works so well. It's so much better than just getting like a massive glut. And uh, yeah, I, I wish more. I wish, I'm, I, and I, that's why I want to talk about Legion so much. Is yeah. that Le- Legion like just? It's I can't go back to the Iron Fist format. Yeah, and and you know, I, I, it was just announced that Daredevil. Season three is about to start shooting. The Punisher um, series is shooting at the moment. Defenders got given an air date in like August or something like that. Wow. We know that Jessica Jones is getting a second season. Um, I've got to catch up on so much then. If but I all that shit. No, fuck that. I'm, I'm now just like, you know what? I don't need to watch all of it. Yeah. I never thought I would ever get to this point. I never thought you'd say that either. I don't give a fuck what happens in the Luke Cage and the, um, 
and the Iron Fist series. I'll you give all these series a chance. I'll watch that first episode. And if it doesn't hook me now, there's too many other good things to watch instead. Or games to play. Or games to play, exactly. But Legion, it's a, that, if it, Legion fucking hooked me straight away with something so different. New Warriors could potentially, you know, step away from the tired superhero tropey genre. Yeah. Um, but but uh, who's putting it out? Netflix? I can't remember. <laughs> Something. I think the same people that are doing Inhumans. So I guess that's Netflix. Yeah, I've heard that's not. No, is, is Inhumans it isn't going to be. Yeah, I've heard Inhumans might even be MCU. And that they're like, oh no, we still want to do our own Inhumans. I heard Kevin Fiege saying in an interview recently. It's really best. bad. I think the parents are fighting and they're not talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't know, Legion. I'm, I'm really looking forward to you. Yeah, Legion fucking rules. Like, I'm actually. I've, I've been invited to talk about it and the differences between the character of Legion in the comics and the yeah. TV show on another podcast called Comic Confidential. Oh, cool. Which I'm recording with them uh, via Skype. Oh, wow. On Friday. Oh, where are they based? Uh, Brisbane. How exciting! Yeah. Exciting stuff. So check that out next week. I'll give a little plug to it when it's up. And then plug plug away. Plug a dog. Uh, and then in a few months... Plug a dog memes. In a few months when you finally finished the uh, eight episodes, the perfect yeah. little run of eight episodes that Legion was. Well, I wasn't planning on Nintendo releasing a portable console that I could take to every literal room in this house <laughs> and anything that I do in my life. How far off also, finishing I've, Breath of the Wild? Amiibo I own now. Yeah. Heaps. Like, the, I'm the guy that a month ago was like, I'm never buying Amiibo. Like, this is this has ruined me. That's really funny. I've, I've inspired a lot of people to... to by Amiibos recently. Um, it was you, but Jordan. also the... Exclu- it was basically the exclusives on Zelda. Yeah. Jor- you could've, I could have done it any time. Jordan Raskopoulos, um, who you might know her from the... Access, uh, Access of Awesome. awesome um, and various uh, videos around the internet. She was convinced by me to buy an Amiibo that she'd never even heard of, the Box Boy one. Oh, yeah, one. the Box Boy one. Because <laughs> I was like, everyone should do it because it'll be, it'll be rare one day. And now every week she'll post this slowly expanding collection Amiibo of Amiibos collection. and say, fuck you to me. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, I, they're fine. I just need them for my Zelda items. <laughs> I want to get, I want to get a hundred percent. I want to get everything. I want every item. Really? Yeah. I wanna, gonna, are we going to hundred percent Zelda? Are you going to get all these Korok seeds? I'd like to, but I also, you want to get that golden poo? I don't really want to. They've won. I, I'm going to get all the shrines. I'm, I'm, I'm currently shrine grinding. Yeah. I want to shrine grind. Um, and, uh, I'm at 90 shrines. That's a lot of shrines. Um, and, uh, once I've, once I've done that, I think I'm going to go fuck Ganon up. Yeah. My weapon set is fucking ridiculous now. It looks so sexy. I got, uh, How's your house going? House, I've just got all my best shit in there. All like the what? really good shield. So it's just like, when you go in, there's just all this neon lights because all of the, um, all the weapons in there are shining. Like, so you got like a big flame blade and a big ice blade and a big... And then the, the guardian blade, a guardian yeah. shield. Uh, yeah, it's, it's Do awesome. you just keep them there just in case you need them one time or... Well, I'm going to keep them there until... And then I'll, I'll go... I've got the Hyrulean shield, which is like the, the strongest shield in the game. Oh, cool. And I'm going to use that, which I got when I was raiding the castle one time. Um, you keep it hidden there. Yeah, I'm going to take that and then go fuck up Ganon with it. That's hot. crack his skull in with that, with that shield. Yeah, that's exactly what will happen. Man, do you think uh, we're going to finish this year just like we're going to do this like, you know, we, 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 we've done two years now of doing the best games of the year. Mm. Do, you think, do you think there's any, any way no, that there won't not, be, it won't no, be no. The, the most celebrated game of the year? No, there's no way it won't be. 
we kind of know every big game that's coming out now. Like the the way video game you, cycles work. Like Red you, Dead Redemption Two. Do you reckon that? I don't think it's coming out this year. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah. It's absolutely coming out oh, this year. Oh fuck! You know that could probably beat it. Yeah. Maybe not for. Do you reckon they're like symbolically? Oh, fuck! Now that Breath of the Wild comes out, like, like okay, <laughs> he has to John Marsden or whoever the fuck you're playing as in this has to climb. He just has to they climb have to everything. everything. Um. Yeah, I didn't realize it was coming out. Yeah. Shit. Wow. Yeah, that's gonna be. That'll probably technically be better on a lot of levels. But Zelda symbolically being a great first launch title for a Switch, I think is also. Like, well, no, it, it'll be technically better on one level graphics. I don't think it, like I don't think you can improve mm. on. Go on, maybe like uh, like shooting mechanics, but like from a combat point of view, I love the combat in Breath yeah. of the Wild. Breath of the Wild Two is like symbolically, it's a very important game. Breath of the Wild Two? No, I mean, oh, was in like as well, yeah, right, yeah, Breath totally. Of the Wild, it, it, it too is a very like symbolically important game that needed to kind of happen to prove Nintendo. I think, in the eyes of a lot of naysayers, was capable of doing things. Whereas we know Red Dead Redemption Two, unless they kind of do a mass effect Andromeda and like reduce all of the good things that were good and turn into this like weird fucked up shit, which they won't because Rockstar usually don't do that. I would, um, man, fuck, I would love it if Rockstar just held back on the Rockstar shit. Like no well, you don't dumb want, like, jokes. Yeah, you don't like, want, like, like there was so the many. Ch- like, they, no, the Chuck Berry shit. <laughs> like you wish there was l- just stop peeing in hookers' there mouths. Was less stop Chuck Berry factor. Stop in- farting while you get your butt eaten. Um, <laughs> Chuck that's Berry classic. That's Rockstar all back on their bullshit. How farting good is on, that? Farting in hookers' mouths. <laughs> um, farting in hookers' <laughs> mouths is my favorite sentence ever. <laughs> um, but I feel like. For every like really poignant, beautiful moment in the first Red Dead Redemption, no one ever mentions like the weird side quest where you would like a a, a guy would like be fucking corpses. Oh yeah, that's very all rock that, star, like real isn't it? dumb rednecky like broad. Yeah, well, I wonder if Rockstar would do that now. Email, I like think it, a lot of that shit. All it takes is like four articles by big reputable, like no, they're somewhat reputable like yeah. publications. For that to be like a um, be seen as a scandal, you know what I mean. If it gets into the right hands, that shit will be seen as a scandal. And no, I'm but not- the humor's too broad for it to actually be offensive to anybody. It's just like, oh, get it? He has sex with dead people. That's a joke. Like I don't know if Grand Theft Auto Five could come out this year in its 2013 form. Yeah, you reckon what? Or 14 form? What? What was? It? What's a flag to you? That life know. hacker shit's just way too hitting the nail on the head. Close to home with Trump in power, man. Yeah. No, I don't know. I just think... I don't know. I think a lot of people are just more woke. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely agree. I just I, think I, like I think it would be a very similar game. I just think there might be like several things in there which mightn't translate. Yeah. That, now in 2017. That white son would, would say the N-word less. Yeah. Like... Oh, I guess in the killing killing sex workers and that kind of shit. Yeah, that shit's really gross. I and just, like, even just be able to get blowjobs in your car and stuff like that. Like, I mean, who benefited from that? Yeah, no one. Like, like everyone's like, oh, I'm going to go and do it because you can. And then you just wait. Like, then just you just go stand do it. Like, oh, this is weird. Just go do it out in real life yeah. if you, you want to do it. Yeah. You like, can I, do it there too. And it never those things never made the game better. Like, it's not like everyone was like, oh, fuck. And on top of all the great gameplay, they're like, the, like you can also get, like, hummers in cars off girls. Like, no one ever... <laughs> you can fart in a hooker's mouth. <laughs> no, you know what? When they do the Chuck Berry level, when you can <laughs> fart. 
I just I don't know any Chuck Berry songs because but I know it's not his. But every time we say his name, it is after we say one of his lewd acts, we really should play a goodness gracious great balls of fun. Is that him? Or <laughs> no, like, it wasn't him. And I know it's not him. But good be- golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> no, that's not him either. I don't even know. We're terrible. Roll over Beethoven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just all those songs that are always featured in holiday movies. Yeah, that he must have sold the rights for for like ten cents because they're on every compilation of the like <laughs> last four hundred years together. <laughs> Damn, Chuck Berry. <laughs> Fuck Berry. <laughs> Fart Berry. Chuck Berry. Rest in peace, though. Yeah, like you're a real one, <laughs> real dirty dude. Man, um, Johnny, be good. He has a song called uh, My Dingaling. Uh, my Dingaling. Yeah. My Dingaling. Yeah. Want you to play with my Dingaling. Great yeah. stuff. Little coin. Roll over Beethoven. There we go. It was him. All right. Yeah. I got it. I know my I know my rock and roll history. You know you bury him. Um, there was a death this week that really uh, affected me. Chuck Berry. John Clark. Oh, yeah. John Clark. It was really sad. Um, if you were not It was from, very sudden as well. If you're not from Australia, he, he was a... Uh, Satirist, um, mm. a, political uh, satirist, a, mainly, and a, 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 a comedy writer. He was kind of best known to me for a, a, a sitcom on ABC in the late nineties and two thousands, The Games, yeah, The Games, which is about Sydney hosting the Olympic Games. Um, it was satire in the same. Like, it predated The Office for that mm. kind of you know like following the, the crew around, mockumentary, mockumentary style, style stuff. Um, Satirize like the bureaucracy and the like, re- like you know the contradictory horseshit that goes on with anything like that. It was great. It was very funny. And his death year, he he died while while hiking with his family. Which his I think fa- if you're gonna go, it's a nice way to go. Yeah, I mean, rather I than being in a like I kept thinking about these, rather than being in a hospital bed with tubes everywhere. Of course, being yeah, around yeah. nature with family and it was very sad, very sudden, very tragic. I mean, Absolutely. He was supposed to, you know, he's on every Friday afternoon. Like, you know, he does the little bit at the end of the news. With Clark and Door, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be a really sad Friday. Yeah, fully. I mean, I, I, and I've like... It won't be a good Friday. I, I did, a, I, I just, you know, every you know every now and then you, when, when someone passes on that you were a fan of, you want to do more than just write RIP that person. Yeah, Twitter. I find that just... I, I, I don't want to criticize why anyone grieves. I think it's... Yeah, do up to any person to do, but yeah but i think like sometimes i just when i see an r.i.p i was like i know for a fact that person means shit to you like yeah. get a, you got a few likes good for you now fuck off <laughs> like, I, I, that really irks me but uh this one really affected me man he found out he died like i just remember i remember one thing and I, and I texted my dad about it straight away um that inevitable like distance that you have with your father i don't know if this is with everybody but when you're a teenager you rebel against your parents because your parents are trying to, you know, make you study, get you to go attend school, maybe to, to get you to do sport. Get you know, you they're to trying to do the things that they didn't do because they were rebelling against their parents and they try to stop the cycle. I think that's what parenting they're is. They're just isn't trying it? to be good parents. They're trying to close and, the gap and, uh, on that cycle. I felt when I was when I was like 15, 16, I felt extremely distant from my dad and it was the games and like the McAuliffe program, like mm-hmm. those two shows in particular, um, that I like have, we both loved them completely equally Yeah, like, as you know, we, and we would watch them together and dad would explain the jokes that I didn't get. It's a nice moment. I would like, you know, laugh way harder at the really juvenile stuff that McAuliffe did sometimes. <laughs> Farting in hookers mouths. <laughs> but in particular, I just remember like being so proud that my dad and I had this common ground in loving this you know very clever kind of satire that 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 John Clark 
uh, did. And yeah. uh, I, that's why I really thought of that like straight away. Like that, that was when, then, when the distance between my dad and I, which I don't think, you know, he would have even noticed that much, but that's when for me, it was like, it, it, you know, it started to evaporate and he and I became really close through, through comedy, but in particular, it does evaporate. Dance. I mean, in good cases, doesn't it at a certain age and you kind of both go, Oh, we're kind of the same now. I'm literally the same as my dad. Yeah. I look like him. We act, we have all the same mannerisms. It's very funny. Uh, when I was a teenager, that was the last thing I wanted in my entire life. You know? Now you're your dad. Exactly. It's the best. I love it. I love my we dad. have become, yeah, you do become your parents. So I texted him and he and I are going to attempt to rewatch, uh, all of the game seasons. I got all of those on DVD. Before, oh, great. How many before, were there? Just two seasons, I think. Classic. Short. Um, but Classy. Man, it really got me thinking like that... Like uh, Ristretto. That, like, there should be... And I don't know if you could talk about some of the higher-ups at your day job, Angus. <laughs> there should just be... Why isn't there an ABC comedy digital station? The TV of, show. An incredible ABC comedy show. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it would be great. You'd have the D-Generation. You'd have, you know... Late Show, Barjas, Olden Days. Frontline, McAuliffe. Yeah, it'd be great. Clark and Door. That's a great question. I might, um, you know, why don't we suggest Mother it? and Son. Mother and Son. That's a good one, mate. What else? I mean, chucking some Norman recovery Gunston. there for like, you know. Yeah, I, sure. All right. Um, the Enforcers L- Lano hysterical. Woodley. Yeah, Lane on Woodley. But then, and then also the new crop stuff, all of, all of the fresh blood stuff. Fresh like, blood you stuff. Have fresh oh, blood, the ferals. Fresh blood Fridays, you know. Kids funny the, stuff. Get kids hooked on it too. There's already... And the, the, kids have got two and a half stations or something. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. fine. Plus, they'd probably get some, you know, some, some shit in syndication. Like, I'm pretty sure the ABC used to show Monty Python and stuff. And, you know, you could definitely pat out. Maybe we should write a little pitch. I reckon just like an ABC Australian comedy station would Let's be so rad. That's a great idea. Let's... Let's write a hey fam pitch for him. What, 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 that, we don't really get anything out of it. No, but it's just it's say. Oh, we just name it. Levin's Angus. Yeah, ABC. The, the charter, the comedy, like make funny, like ABC funny again. Yeah. Um, so that's that's my that's my pitch. Yeah, you can pop by... on the new stuff too. Like have the latest episode of you know whatever McAuliffe's doing or the weekly or Is whatever. It mad as hell. The... Yeah. 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 It's a lot of funny shit. The Gruen stuff. Get the Gruen stuff on there. Kids are gonna love this. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. I mean, what is it channel anymore? I, mean, I don't even know. What's an album anymore, man? Podcasts. Yeah. Um, hey, we've, we've threatened that you wanted to talk. We've got five minutes before I want to end sure, the show. Sure. We've, we've threatened talking about this new Drake album. Oh, yeah. Playlist. And, and people p- people love it when we talk about music on HeyFam. Weirdly, think. two or three people love it and then like email <laughs> us and like, talk more about it. Although one, 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 one listener recently said I could listen to you, you, you guys talk about Zelda. Like forever. Yeah, don't tell us that because <laughs> we'll do a spin-off podcast and not do this one. I love that no one's complained about us talking about it for the last like ten episodes. Apparently, filthy casuals get complaints whenever they bring it up. Really? Each year. Well, I think we've really just you know people listening. They're with us. The Nintendo fans. A the lot of the spiritual the spiritual journey that they went on with us in the lead up to it. That now they're here for the long haul. Like we also play the video games. I think that's a you know <laughs> that says a lot. Uh, two, two of three filthy casuals members actually play the video games they talk about. One Which has. ones? Find out. Uh, so <laughs> this Drake playlist, Angus. Yeah. What's going on? So what's going on? Uh, your boy Drizzy Aubrey Graham uh, dropped a, a project. I think it's the shortest time between projects for him, like major projects. Views came out mid last year, April twenty ninth. Right. I remember. And so, and so it was ten months after after that, 
And views is was not really that well received. Like it was mostly like just kind of average, which people yeah. were expecting a lot more better than average. I yeah. liked it a lot. We liked it a lot. We liked it a lot because I think what we thought we liked about it. One thing we I remember agreed on it was like it was Drake, and we're like, well, why yeah. are people complaining? Because over the years prior to that, this new tough Drake emerged, especially with the if you're reading this is too late. I mean, yeah. the first we saw it was one song on Nothing Was the Same, uh, the album before Views with Worst Behavior, and that was kind of this new era of Drake where he was like. I don't know if that song was a parody or not when I first... I don't know if it was him making commentary. Yeah, I thought it was funny. So, yeah. I liked that song. Yeah, yeah and then, I think it's still a great song. It's yeah. huge. But then it turned out, no, he's super tough now. <laughs> and he's been, you know, he's got gains. But and Drake to me is like, you know, like a wet napkin. You know, I like... I, I, I really like his music, but he's like a big soft dude. And yeah, he's like, a goofball. Surely. And he's like, total he's goofy. Goof. And yeah, he, yeah. Al- he always parodies himself as well. Like, he's Drake's biggest meme artist. Shara. Yeah, like he loves it. So, yeah, then pretty much, if you're reading this, it's too late. It was pretty much just tough Drake. Which I didn't like at all. So, I really like that. that Preach song. I like Preach a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, that's called Star 69. Don't I preach? Preach. Preach. I'm in Miami. Yeah. I need a tune to the situation. That's yeah, that's Party with Party Next Door. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, good. that's um, yeah. I need a way song to get with you. <laughs> That's why you listen to the end of Hey Fam, everybody. This is why this is why we talk about music. We just end up singing um, Party Next Door hooks. <laughs> is it Star Six Nine? I think it's just called Preach, bro. Oh, you're right. Sorry, Star <laughs> Six right. Nine's a track before it, which is this one, which is like, don't play. No, the track. it's like, where's my Beretta? Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is a good song too. And then it has that breakdown. He's like, I remember days when I used to see it. Oh. Uh, Angus loves Drake, everybody. I'm heaps into Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Tell um, us about this new... It's not, a, it's not an album. He put out a playlist. Now, I don't know what the deal with that is. There's a lot of wankery involved when saying you're releasing a playlist and him saying it's just a collection of music, which I don't want to call an album. Um, there's two ways you can say that. You can say it like Drake said, which is like, here's a collection of music that I've made that, you know, views... So the thing with views, he was talking about views while he was doing press for nothing was the same. And even before he put out views, he put out, and when it was called views from the six, he put out, um, if you're reading this, it's too late. He's like, oh, I made this while I'm making views still. Like views to him, I think the reason why it was kind of dropped so much is because he spent like four or five years talking about it. And then it ended up being like, he was like, oh, it's my ode to Canada. It's my big song about, like big songs about like where I grew up. And it wasn't really, it was just Drake. And I think he kind of undersold it. And then, up until recently, I, I read somewhere that he was like, oh, I did all the lyrics two weeks before in the end, scrapped a lot of it, and there was no rapping, and it was just like a really singing album, which I would have loved, but we didn't get that. There was some sort of rap Drake on there, but it seems like more life to me. I, I like Drake as a singer a lot more than Drake as a rapper. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like both, and I understand you've got to have both. That, that's what Drake is. He's this dichotomy of like the singer you can play like, hold on, we're going home while your mom's in the car, and play like you know, uh, worst behavior when you're trying to like impress your, your younger cousin or something. <laughs> like that's the beautiful dichotomy of Drake. And uh, you just got a nice little uh, uh, taste of what Angus's Easter weekend is going to be like. Oh no, that was before when you and I were playing the screens and not looking at each other <laughs> on our switches. <laughs> but yeah, what I think with More Life, what, the only reason why I gave that context about... That's what, um, that's what the playlist is called, More Life? More Life. And the only reason why I'd, I kind of gave that backstory on the, the, how long he spoke about views, more life was never discussed. And you can, it sounds like it's free, it's, res, it's restrained of all of these, it's free of all these restraints, which he set himself by talking about as this big project, by not calling it an album. I think he was like pretty affected by, I mean, views was like, the, I think the highest streaming album of all time and had like 
I think One Dance is like the most streamed song of all time and stuff. Like it was a it was a huge success, but I think on a personal artistic level, he might have felt quite affected with the feedback. So he's I just, reckon Drake's like, affected by literally everything. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I think he took a lot to that and was just like, "Well, this is a playlist of songs," and it's they're so free. And there's at the start, I was like, "Fuck, twenty two songs." I can see why it's a playlist. It's not. I before I even heard it and just saw the the list of tracks before I hit play on it when it dropped that day. I was like, oh, I can see why it's a playlist. Like, it's just random songs that don't really link up. But man, it's it's way more consistent than views. Like, even, you know, there's little samples that drop all the way through the album with one particular line. Drake keeps saying that, more tune for your head top, so watch how you speak of my name, which he said at this award <laughs> show. And like, there's that sequenced and it just seems like a well, way better thought out album. And but those... Whoa. <laughs> oh my God. Um, our cat just jumped up to say... Attack or say hello to Lennon? It wasn't an attack. She was she was playing, and she almost tried to she played to try to play on my head. Jesus, but yeah, Th- those um, moments that those weird moments of him Drake either doing patois or or, or UK grime. So this is another big thing that's happened recently. Drake has right become out. just obsessed with thinking he is part Jamaican, basically. I, I can Cadwell. handle it on that um, that song with Rihanna. That too good, too good. Like, I think that's yeah, yeah. You know, and him just kind of like paying homage to mm. to popcorn or something but mm. then now it's gone like it's it, gone too far yeah I, I can see that being a problem but i just think as an album he just sounds like he's having heaps of fun for the first time like yeah i haven't heard him had fun like this for so long probably since pre-take care drake <laughs> like it just sounds like he's really enjoying being drake and finally doing it just being like i don't give a fuck if people don't think these guests i'm having on a cool anymore like i'm just having who i want like the fact that like skepta just has a song on it yeah, and there's a sampler track which is, there's a songs on the album which are ju- which makes me see okay that's why it's a playlist like there are songs that Drake's not on, but you know Passion Fruit I've got to say is like top five Drake songs ever. Yeah, it's okay. amazing. I love. There's a huge Fruit. article came out this week. It was like the scientific science behind it. It's like why Passion Fruit is one of the best songs to listen to, and it went to like the chord structure, the the beat, even the um the pullback at the start and everything, which is like it's the most satisfying song to listen to on a on a um scientific level it's the only one of two four on the four uh four on the floor beats that drake's used in a song the other being hold on we're going home and it's just the chord structure is crazy but it's man see for me that song like that there's nowhere there's no song near as good as that on views at all to me that comes anywhere as close like i never i didn't really like one dance i found it like quite a thin vapid song like it was a good pop song on a radio but to me passion fruit is just like a way better song song i would put passion fruit um up against my favorite song on views, which is um, mine was um, I try for you. That's my, me too. Oh. Yeah, yeah. What's, what's it called? Um, feeling away, feeling away, feeling away, feeling away. Yeah, see, that's yeah, my yeah. highlight on um, views yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so you and I have the same Drake love. Like, we do love the except, sappy love Drake. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think that's great. I, he's, a, he's a goofy, like he's a reality TV star. You know, make, no, make, kid TV making, stuff. Yeah, making vlog entries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, I, I, I like, like he's so 2017 and corny, and I love it. It's great. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just find more life. I'm when I would listen to Views, I'd be like, like Views, even the covers, like quite a cold, stark. Like it's everything about it's quite imposing. It's a pretty lonely, sad cover. That's why I like it. It's good, but it's it, when I would listen to it, I'd even psychologically be like. Oh, here we go. It's like the start you hear the first thing you hear on views is snow blowing before um um let what's it all of my let's just be friends. 
Oh, I love that song. Yeah, I'll keep the family close. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like cold. You hear snow. It's a Bond theme. Like Drake should write the next Bond song. Oh man! If that song says anything, opening track on Views. Listen now. If you don't think that should be a Bond theme song, or he should do a song in that similar vein, you're crazy. But the first thing you hear is like snow blowing and it's cold. And like that album to me just made me feel cold. Not in a bad way, but more life to me. It's just like, oh, from the get-go, it's just like this real joyous, really good. And man, it's got a, I love the track he does with Kanye on it, Glow. I don't like that. I, at, at the start, I was just like, whoa, this is not what I was expecting. Now I'm just like, at the end when the soul sample kicks in and it's just sure. like. Sure, I just don't I, don't, I don't like either of their verses on it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I can see why. I mean, they're not like classic verses. I think I get more out of it just because it's the first song they've ever been on together. Like yeah. just those two as their own. I, well, I was so excited for that. And I was, and like, I was like, oh, dope. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that was what their album was going to sound like. Who knows? But I'm into that. I really like the. um Their playlist. The. The. The song that samples just a recorder for the beat. Yeah, that was a Portland. great one. It's a yeah, great song. Like, I do love song. that stuff. That, that, to me, that's those songs are almost too silly that they wouldn't be on Views. And I like I found Views was very Drake being, I am peak serious Drake now. But there's not a lot of fun on it. Where And I do like the bit, um, the phone call, which is a very Frank Ocean moment. That The voicemail from his mom saying she doesn't like this new Drake she's seeing about being too tough and stuff after like a really tough Drake kind of moment. She already um, saw the worst behavior film clip. She finally saw it and she's like, Drake, I can see why. Yeah. And I, I think that's nice. It's him admitting like, yeah, like the tough Drake isn't that great. And the last track, Do Not Disturb, to me, I think it's like best Drake sounding Drake song since something of Take Care. It's really just straightforward Drake, like real classic old 40 production. Yeah. I real vibe on him. That's it. But what do you think? Um, I've not listened to all of it more than once. Um, I, I should listen to it more. It took me a while. Like I had to do one big listen first half and actively say, okay, I'm starting it from the track where I ended before because it's like 90 minutes or something and Zelda was out and I was going to listen to it on, it came out when I was at my parents the last time and I was going to listen to it on the like 90 minute train ride home. But when you have a switch, why the fuck would you? And then I always like to start albums from the start, like call me crazy. And I find it really hard to stop an out, start an album from the middle. Because I think they should be heard, but I had to train myself to do that because I'd heard the first half a lot more, and it's just such a well balanced album. Yeah. I just think to me it's a slightly better version of Views. Yeah, I have to, I have to go in. Yeah, I, I, now that I think about it, there was a lot of views on Views I didn't like. Some bits I'd be like, oh, like this is a long song. I don't really like it. Like and all the really rappy stuff that everyone wanted more of. I just don't. I don't, I don't care for that at all. Well, that's just fun. Like it, to me, it's just like it's finally like Drake having a real fun time. Like there's even a really goofy sounding song at the end, which I didn't really like with him and Young Thug, like the second last track. Yeah, it's weird. And I really like it now. I'm just like it's kind of reminds <laughs> me of like Donkey Kong '64 or something. <laughs> it's just like really corny music. I know it just it's it's what I like. It sounds like he's free of the restraints of being Drake for a while. So that's our music component. <laughs> it was me talking about Drake. I was expecting you. I know. I, I, I was looking forward to hearing you, you talk about yeah, it. Yeah, because I, I have I, been messaging you a lot, being like, "Man, more life's actually grown on me heaps." And uh, we'll, we'll check in with our music tastes in the future. Yeah, I mean, are there any other sem? Oh. Are you a Kendrick Lamar fan? You're not. Uh, apparently, because we're doing a Halfway Crooks dedicated to Kendrick Lamar, <laughs> which is actually my idea, but from a purely money-making well, point of view. Well, Kendrick Lamar is uh, dropping the third out, al- fourth album this week. Yeah. I, I love parts of things that he's done in the past, but I'm not a I find most of Good Kids Mad City to be like a perfect record. Yeah, and like I think that's know, amazing. There are so many like I love playing Money Trees when I DJ. Money I, Trees I love... is still one of the like I think that to me that is the best Kendrick Lamar song. Yeah, I think hands down that just sums up that album is so well thought out and 
the skits, everything about that album is beautiful. It's such a, it's like a time and a place, like his life so well. I find Pimper Butterfly like quite hard to listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's challenging and ooh, jazz is scary. I just find it's like an album that really demands attention. It's not an album that you just go, oh, Money Trees, oh, um, Good Kids, oh, Mad City. Like, you know, these like great tracks which are like, oh, you know, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe or all that shit. Well, like, I love it. Blow, blow My High off Section 80. Which yeah, is Section like, 80. Is, is that his second album, I think? That's his first album. I, that, that's like... That's... Overly Dedicated was first and that was kind of like a mixtape thing. Right. He had a bunch of mixtapes, but uh, Section 80 is his first official album. Blow My High is still my favorite Kendrick song. That and um, Money Trees and my joints. Uh, yeah, that, that record has a lot of great songs on there. Fuck Your Ethnicity. Very good. Oh, like, great song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. But yeah, I, I'm excited to see what this is. And the production's really different from stuff he's done. It sounds like real clean and minimalist, which I'm excited to see. Except you 2 has got a feature on there. That's worrying. See, this is the thing with um, Kendrick. And I think I've spoken about it with you. He gets his weird fucking free pass. We spoke about it on the podcast yeah. about Kendrick getting his and pass. And this is that. He's getting that free pass again. Like if... Imagine if Drake or Kanye or um, the only reason why we're using US rappers is because that's, you know, Kendrick's well, best known as. Jay-Z did a song with Coldplay. Yeah. And Jay-Z sucks. <laughs> well, he does. Like, Jay-Z sucks. Well, he hasn't always sucked. No. I mean, Jay-Z from 2002 onwards sucks. From, is that when the Black Album? It's when album the Black was... Album, like, that was the Black Album, after, like anything post-Black Album. Sure. Yep. That's when you said, all oh, the Black Album's my well, l- dear, last album. Dear and Summer the, with Memphis Bleak. There's some good things But you know When you say I'm retiring And this is my last album The Black Album And then he comes out Next year with his New album And then the Blueprint 3 With fucking like that was Sleepy Jackson atrocious. on it Or something yeah. It was like But yeah That's the the free pass Is what gets me And I'm like Okay let's see what You two do on this track And if it's Not hella crunchy guitars Or I would love so much If it was actually Just some new street rapper Who wasn't aware <sighs> There was a band called U2 That'd be so good <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think it is. But you know what? I, I, I'm excited to listen to it. I'm excited to listen and watch and read and all the things that we always do. Mostly, I'm just excited to play on Zelda. So am I. And we'll speak to I you No, you know what I'm most excited about? Doing the next episode of Hey Fam next week. Yeah, true. Missed you, man. Missed you too, brother. So, hey, we're going to set up a Patreon. Seriously. Oh, yeah. We're going to do uh, a Hey Fam Patreon. Let's yeah. launch it for the next episode. All right. Yeah, we'll work on it. Good we've challenge. Got some, we've, been, we've got some good ideas between Yeah, so and... if there's ever some weird award that, or reward that you want from us for yeah. joining a Patreon, let us know. If it's, do you want us to go and see the Justice League movie with you and then, uh, you know, get... Sorted afterwards to like alcoholically um, get like, damaged, counsel ourselves like post terrible film. How much would you want to do that with us for? Um, but yeah, if, if, there's a, if there's any cool rewards that you think we should offer on our Patreon, uh, let your voice be heard. Yeah. Email us heyfampodcast at gmail.com or let us know online at levdog at chimichangus is how you find us on Twitter and Instagram. Um, another idea would you guys be interested in having some form of online chat with us that isn't like our Facebook page, which just seems quite like cold and not active. Like, would you guys be interested? That's in, like, the views a- of Hey Fam. Yeah, we've done the, we've got the views at the moment. Would you guys be more interested in a playlist type of situation where, <laughs> where we're having more fun and we're doing goofy Donkey Kong 64 sounding songs? <laughs> Let us know. We could be in the form of a, I don't know, Facebook group or something. It was an idea that yeah. we're copying from Levin's other podcast because <laughs> it's heaps successful. So maybe this will garner us a bit. Also, you guys just like, no, nah, you guys are dumb fucks. We don't want to do it. We won't do it. But if you think if you think that if you think that latter thing, don't let us know. Let us live in a world where we just think our fans are quiet. Yeah, and hey, leave us a review on iTunes. Um, They're great. They are great. Thank you so much. We don't need them, but you know, we're good. We hit that fifty mark. That's all we need. Yeah, fifty's good. 
Uh, thank you so much for listening. And when we do you reckon Will Anderson was when he hit 50? Um, Mount Kosciuszko. Yeah. Damn. To be him. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy your morning and see you next week. Bye. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.